Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, proudly delivering healthcare services across Iowa, specializing in mental health, substance use disorder treatment, and medical care with a special focus on LGBTQIA plus healthcare. More at ucsonline.org. Today is Thursday. It's the 2nd of February. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Lots of statehouse action to get to this morning. The Iowa Senate Education Committee advanced a 3% increase to state public school funding yesterday, matching the House GOP proposal. That would be about $106 million more the next school year in base per student state funding. It's the biggest proposed boost to public school funding since 2015. But Democrats and lobbyists for public school groups say a 4 or 5% increase is needed to maintain current programs, deal with inflation, and compete with the private sector for qualified staff. Republican Senator Tim Kreinbrink of Fort Dodge says he's aware of those concerns. Our public schools are great, and we want to support them in every way we can, but at the same time, uh, we want to make sure that we're continuing our conservative uh, um, um, spending principles that we've been pretty much locked into the last six or seven years. The state is also projected to pay about $107 million next school year for kids to go to private schools. A bill advancing in the Iowa House would add new enforcement measures to a law passed two years ago that bans teaching certain ideas about racism and sexism in schools. IPR's Grant Gerlock explains the bill would have students and parents report alleged violations to the Iowa Department of Education. The defined concepts law bars schools from teaching that Iowa or the United States are fundamentally racist or that a person's race or sex should cause them to feel guilty. A complaint from the public that a school is teaching those things could lead to fines of up to $5,000. Opponents told a subcommittee that schools should have a chance to contest claims made against them. Republican Representative Stephen Holt of Denison says he's open to changes but wants to ensure schools are following the law. You know, it would appear to us uh, that this hasn't been complied with in some school districts, that it has been blatantly ignored in some school districts, or that they're just simply trying to play word games and keep doing the same thing. A bill advanced by another House panel would create new curriculum transparency rules that school districts must follow or face possible fines. Also in the House, a subcommittee has advanced a large health care bill that addresses a variety of things from allowing pharmacists to distribute birth control pills to creating paid parental leave for state employees and a new family medicine obstetrics fellowship program. One of the most controversial parts of the bill would increase funding to a state program that supports anti-abortion crisis pregnancy centers to $2 million. It would also create new initiatives to support fathers. Maisie Stilwell is a lobbyist with Planned Parenthood and opposes the bill because she says crisis pregnancy centers are unregulated and not HIPAA compliant. Any programs like this to help expectant parents could be run out of community health centers or federally qualified health centers uh, or county health departments. They should not, however, uh, be limited to just fathers and uh, CPCs or crisis pregnancy centers should certainly not be eligible for said grants. Republican Representative Ann Meyer of Fort Dodge says it's likely the bill will be broken down in to smaller ones. The University of Iowa is launching a new research center to improve flood prediction. Engineering professor Ibrahim Demir says the country has a lot to learn from Iowa. He says the UI stands out for its emphasis on projects that help residents better understand their risk locally. For example, the Iowa flood information system can be used by home buyers to better understand a property's potential for flood damage. You cannot really find that information easily from FEMA or other websites. So when you go to IFIS in Iowa and you can enable these flood maps, at 100-year flood map and 500-year flood map, and we have all these eight different return periods, you can just find out your 
your business or a new land or your new house you're purchasing will be in the flood zone and it's potential uh, for some damages. The Center for Hydrologic Development joins a cooperative of other research institutes sharing approaches like this with its peer institutions. Iowa will receive $21 million from the collaborative. And COVID-19 hospitalizations in Iowa are down once again. According to the Federal Department of Health and Human Services, 131 Iowans hospitalized have tested positive for the virus as of yesterday. That's down from more than 150 last week. That's as Iowa health officials say more than 2,100 positive tests were reported in the past seven days, down slightly from last week. This is Here First from IPR News. Find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.